welcome back my traveling goddess i hope your week has treated you well and if you are in colder climates i hope you are staying super warm and toasty because it sure as hell is cold out here <laughs> so as always grab yourself a cup of coffee tea vino whatever it is that soothes your soul and let's dive in So we're just going to dive into today's episode. I feel like I owe my listeners a lot since we didn't do a podcast episode last week. Um, I'm going to try to make this one nice and short, but packed with information that's going to help you while traveling. If you hear some weird sound in the background, that is the radiator kicking on at the wrong time because the radiators never know when to kick on inside to really regulate this damn house. So... Anyways, I am half a cup of coffee in and ready to talk and yeah, let's just do this thing. So like anything, the first thing you want to do with anxiety, excuse me, is identify what it is that makes you anxious. Is it the airport, the plane, the crowded streets, new people, the large buildings? You have to figure that out. And if you don't know, go on a mental journey or next time you're traveling, write down what makes your anxiety tick. This is really important as it does help with the healing methods to calm the fuck down. So once you know this, you're really able to figure out the things that can help you calm down. And this is where you might get a little lost of like, okay, I'm in public. How do I calm down? So I totally just had a brain fart. Oh my God. Really? So I am half a cup, cup of coffee in and I'm already losing how to talk. See, that didn't even make sense. Anyway, let's get started. So like anything, first, you want to identify what it is that makes you anxious. Is it the airport, plane, crowded streets, new people, or the large buildings? Whatever it may be, figure it out. And if you don't know, go on a mental journey of, okay, I was in this city or I was on a plane or I was in a small town and this made me really nervous. And I'm not talking like, oh, wow, that's kind of like weird, like actual anxiety, nervous. Or the next time you're traveling, write down what makes your anxiety tick. This is super important as it will help with the healing methods to calm the fuck down. So once you know this, you are really able to figure out things that will help you. So you might be a little lost or like, okay, well, what do I do in public or by myself to help me calm down? So I want to suggest music as a really great starting point, especially if you're on a plane or you're driving. And it's a great, great distraction, especially for me when I'm flying. Um, I like to create a playlist that is both playful and upbeat, calm too. Um, mixing it up really makes you feel creative at times when you feel anxious at times and you can put on that calm music to help you kind of just self meditate and just calm down and making a playlist that accounts to all those feelings really make up a really help to accommodate all of those different feelings that you might have while on the plane. Another really good tip is to do your yoga or meditation before you travel. I remember once (laughs) I had to wait overnight at an airport and I love this memory because it it, it has just stuck with me over the years. And I just remember 
exactly how I felt. Um, I had to exit and re-enter through security because the airport was not 24 hours. It gave me such anxiety. I did not know. I did not know this at all. So I had gotten off my the airplane and I was ready to sit there for a couple hours for a layover. It had to be like, I don't know, 10, 30, 11. And I promised myself before this, I would never, ever fall asleep at an airport because I mean, why would, why would you do that? Right? Well, guess what I did? I put all my bags on the small little chair. I put them through the little armrest, and I held them. And then <laughs> sooner or later, I was totally, totally asleep. It had to be a couple hours later, a security guard woke me up telling me I had to leave and then re-enter through security, which I was super anxious about. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss my plane. Like my anxiety just went through the roof. And I was also super thankful because I probably would have missed my connecting flight if it wasn't for her waking me up. So um, point being, I used the bathroom. I splashed uh, cold water on my face. I'm like, wake up everything's going to be fine. Just breathe a little bit. And I went back out. And as I sat there, I was like, I really need something to take my mind off everything right now. So I decided to practice some yoga real quick and take my mind off the anxious feelings that I was having at the moment about traveling or missing my flight. And let me tell you, it really did help a lot. And before you knew it, I was back through TSA, boarding my flight home and totally fell asleep on the plane. So that was just a like real life moment realization. I was like, okay, well, I mean, you can't really do anything about it except just like chill the fuck out and just wait until, you know, they open the airport back up, then you can go back through. So it was an anxiety moment. It was a lesson learned. And I figured out a really great way to handle that anxiety and nervousness by just doing a little bit of airport yoga. And I really don't care if I looked funny doing it because it helped me in the long run. So in relation to meditation and yoga before, like I had done at that airport, you can totally do that between flights or travels or even meditation while you are traveling. Um, And of course, I would recommend this if you're the passenger of a driving vehicle, not the driver. (laughs) However, we're talking planes here. In the plane, plug in your downloaded meditation track to help relieve that stress and anxiety of flying. Or even before you're boarding, you know, have those earbuds in and listen to half of it as you're boarding the plane. And then the next half as you're like sitting there. And it really does help. It really does help. So I also want to suggest to bring a little pad of paper or pens or colored pens, whatever soothes your soul. It is always a great time, at least for me, but I'm sure a lot of people will find this creative as well. When I am up in the air, I can literally just let my creative brain flow, especially if I'm sitting by the window. I also really, really love to write when I'm on a plane. I don't know why I do, but literally flying, excuse me, my goodness, this coffee is like kicking in, I guess. Um, It sparked something in me, like this creative streak I didn't even know I had. And I have written so many little fictional stories about like airport banter. It's so funny. Like it is really a great way to take your mind off things and just get lost in your own world and your own creativity. So, um, 
yeah, definitely do that. And a lot of planes have TV shows installed now or, uh, not TV shows. Uh, what's it called? Like a little like iPad on the back of the seat. And a lot of them also offer free movies and music and stuff through their online app. So make sure you have the app that is your airline air carrier. Um, because then you can go on there and you can watch a movie for free. And with that, I would also make sure if it's a long, longer flight, uh, to make sure to have your laptop or iPad and you can watch those movies for free. So that helps a lot too, because two and a half hours and your hour or your uh, flight is three hours long. It just flies by literally. (laughs) There are too many puns here. I just, I'm going to have to stop laughing at them anyway. Um, uh, we will be right back after today's daily message. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And with that, today's daily message, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And we're back. Yay. So another thing just in general life, but also when you are having moments of high anxiety is to take a, take a damn breath. Okay. I know it sounds silly, but these things like when anxiety hits, you have to find ways to really calm down quickly. And a really great way is taking these slow, long breaths. You just breathe in and then out. And you can do this. Nobody will know you are controlling yourself. You're controlling your anxiety and you're helping by calming down that central nervous system. So this is something that really helps in general life. I do this all the time. Um, and especially when you're in a super small confined space, you need to make sure that you're breathing. And if you're having those moments of just like, Oh my gosh, I'm on a plane, then just remind yourself, you know, those affirmations really do come in handy. Maybe make your own set of plain affirmations. I am safe. I am well. Um, I am on a good journey to my destination. I am ready to get off the plane and have a good time. So whatever those affirmations might sound like or look like to you, make sure you use them. And it's a really great way to travel because then you're using them in a time of need, which is, you know, anxiety in the air. Um, so yeah, this next tip is going to sound a little silly, but it really, I do this every single time. I really do. So one of my favorites, um, it's a really nice way to break up a long flight. So you have your headphones in, right? You go up, you go to the bathroom with your headphones in. I mean, just as like, just in case, make sure the toilet lid is closed and go in the mirror and just have yourself a quick little 30 second dance party. Sometimes I record myself, but well, okay. What am I saying? Like usually every time I have a mirror video of me dancing, So not only are you distracting yourself, but you're also moving your body a bit to let that, let that nervous energy go. It is a small space, but at least you can dance and do a little wiggle. So yeah, I, I don't know why I don't even know how this started, but you know, sometimes I just get antsy in my, my seat and 
I am the person that always picks the window seat. So if you sit next to me and you're sleeping, I'm sorry. And, um, I usually have to use the bathroom at least once, but you know what? I'm living my best life. So I really don't care. Um, but yeah, I'll just go to the bathroom. I'm like listening to a fun jam and I'm like, Oh snap, like this is good. I need to like dance a little bit. And it helps get rid of that like restless leg and um, that anxiousness and anxiety from sitting for a long time. So I definitely suggest doing that and definitely post on social media and tag me. I would love to see your bathroom airplane dancing videos. So yeah, just a fun little getaway. So now we have some of those tips. What about exploring a new city? This has been definitely an experience for my boyfriend and I, because we have never lived in the Chicagoland area. So the techniques that we had just talked about can be applied pretty much anywhere in different environments. So when it comes to exploring a new city that you live in, It is to definitely get involved with those local Facebook groups of different neighborhoods, uh, get on Reddit and Google, find out what the spot is to go, find out where to go. And then with your already downloaded app called Bimble, B-I-M-B-L-E, you can save, share, and search different cities um, and different spots that people have rated as super great or super not great to go. So I do really appreciate that app because it has allowed me to save and create different like playlists, if you will, of different spots in the city and different neighborhoods and the fun places that we have been. And then it's out there for everyone to see. So if you're curious and you can be like, oh my gosh, well, this person was in Wrigleyville and they suggested these four spots and here's why, and here's some of their pictures And, oh, it says that they had a really good time at this antique shop. Some things are a little high priced and then some are reasonable. So you can really add comments and customize it and let people know. So I really do appreciate that. And exploring a new city, you know, you want to know like different, you, I mean, set aside the tourist areas. You want to know like the cool local hubs. And that's what those Facebook groups and Reddit groups are for because, you know, you're like, Hey, I want to live like a local. So like, where would you suggest going? And people do not mind sharing their favorite spots. You would be surprised of how much information you can find on some of these groups. So if you can't tell by now, I'm having way too much fun with some of these transitions here on the Anchor app to create my free podcast. So bear with me as I find a cool new groove because I'm thinking of spicing things up with a little bit of these transitional moments and some of these beats are just way too much fun. So moving along, another great routine anxiety of a new city, which might seem obvious to most. However, sometimes you get so caught up in the moment, you just forget to have not only a plan, but a plan B, backup plan. So a lot of times we have taken the train into the city, which has been really great. And sometimes we may or may not have had way too much fun. And we realized that the train was no longer running a little too late. So we had to hightail it back, take an Uber back, and it was not cheap. 
So being aware and knowing when transportation is coming and going is highly important, especially when it comes to a new city that you are in and exploring. So getting to know the transportation is the next topic I want to move into. I've gotten a lot of great local tips on riding the subway and where or where not to sit and um, what to bring on, what not to bring on. So I remember the first week we had moved here, we had gone on the subway and the guy just automatically knew that we were brand new to the city or visiting or whatnot. And he said, y'all are going to get mugged if you don't sit in these two carts. So make sure to do that. Best piece of advice. And we've stuck to it the whole time we have lived here, which we're coming up on a year, which is emotionally, it's an emotional time, but it's fine. Um, so here in Chicago, I, I believe it's cart seven and eight or six and seven. I can't remember. I just know where to go. It's the first two carts that come as you see the nose of the subway coming towards you because that's where the conductor is. So just go as the train comes. So if you see the nose of the train coming towards you, go ahead and hit up those first two carts. That's where you're going to want to sit because if anything goes wrong, you will be able to tell the conductor and they'll be able to do something about it a lot sooner than if you were like six carts in. So just a really great piece of advice that I would love to pass on to just anybody in any type of city because it seems as though that is a very smart idea. So if you are sitting next to a door or near a door, you can have your phone out, but don't forget to make sure that you are still checking out your surroundings and aware of who's around you. Um, I had a customer come in one time and he had told me this trick because he was like, it's really, really easy for people to grab it quickly and run out the door. It's like a five, 10 second open door and then bam, your phone's gone forever. Same with your belongings. So if you're like coming back from the store or you have a purse or a backpack, just make sure that your arm is wrapped in your purse or your backpack because it is like, you won't even believe how fast some people can just snatch it and then the door closes and it's not going to open back up because the trains move so quickly. So just a really great piece of advice. Um, I would also recommend bringing hand sanitizer or hand sandy wipes wherever you are. A couple weeks ago, we were on one of the trains and it was just like filled to the brim. Everyone's breathing and doing whatever. And there were a couple, a couple of, um, bums that were like in the middle of the aisle, like were like totally laid out in the middle of the aisle. And as they left, I was like, Oh my God, what does that smell? And I don't know if it was their clothes or if it was where they were sitting, but it totally smelled like urine. So there are a lot of germs out there. And especially with these COVID times, I would just definitely recommend bringing some hand sanitizer or hand sanity wipes. Um, and if anything, if your train ride is going to be shorter, I would just totally stand rather than sitting down because every time we come home, we have to wash our clothes because we just, we don't know what we're sitting on, you know, and you don't really think about it. And I, I, I feel like I've never thought about it so much until we moved here and took pu- public transportation. So just something to think about. And speaking of backpacks, I can't believe what a, not even fashion statement, but just like city statement it is. And I, I've never lived in a, a big city, 
I, I've lived in Las Vegas area, but bigger than Las Vegas, you know, it's like you drive everywhere. And out here, it's public transportation is pretty much the main way of getting around. So a lot of people carry some pretty freaking cool backpacks rather than like a cute handbag. And here's why. You might find a cute thrift store or need some to place some leftovers somewhere or maybe carry a water bottle or two. And it's really a great way to stay mobile. Trust me. Um, the place that I work at, a lot of people come in after work and they have like these really cool backpacks. Some of them are like cooler backpacks. Some of them are just very like, it's like if a fancy briefcase was a backpack, that's their backpack. And they grab a pack of beer, they put it in their backpack and then they hop on the train. They're ready to go home. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, I thought backpack was just for like school and college, but I see everyone doing it here and I just can't, it's just so smart to me. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? So just a really great way of being able to do some light shopping without holding all those bags. And then also if you get a nice backpack, I have a Adidas backpack that I bought for school and it works really well for what we need it to work for. But if you need something more extensive, there is a lot of great brands out there and I would definitely recommend looking into getting one of those. And speaking of that, I would I highly suggest if you are traveling overseas or you are doing any type of international or inner city traveling and you have to wear something on your back for long periods of time to definitely invest in a really nice and uh, comfortable backpack for you. When I went over to Israel, I had purchased this cute bag at TJ Maxx or Ross or something. And it was really adorable and it was pretty functional. I really liked it because it had this little secret zipper for my passport, which made me feel a lot more comfortable about traveling over overseas. And the, what I found is I packed that thing to the brim, which was smart if it had good support for your back, but it did not. It was very cheaply made on some of the accessories that are supposed to support your back. It did not. So that really hurts in the long run. So definitely invest in something comfortable and same goes for a good pair of shoes because you're carrying on your back. You're also walking all over the city. You want to make sure that you have your, your feet don't hurt like an hour into you walking. Um, a couple weeks ago, we actually walked Oh, it was like nine and a half miles throughout the whole course of the evening. So we definitely ran all over the city and it was really fun. So yeah, just make sure you invest in the gear you have. Um, it's just kind of like with backpacking outdoors, going on a hiking, biking, backpacking, camping adventure. Make sure you get like semi good materials because if not, you're just going to have to end up buying it again. Like pretty soon after. So yeah, just a great little tip I thought I would share on that. So yeah, whoa, I totally just hit my microphone. I hope that was not super loud. So yeah, those are some traveling anxiety hacks that I have found have worked. And when you are in the middle of a city and you feel super stressed, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Make sure you prepare yourself ahead of time because there is nothing more frustrating or more irritating than not one, but two people not knowing what the hell they're doing or where to go and relying solely on Google Maps. So make sure to do your research so you don't end up in that predicament is all I have to say about that. So for the last portion of this fabulous episode, I'm going to get into some extra tips and tricks. 
So if you are solo traveling, have a system, always have a system, even if you're traveling with a partner, just so you have an accountability person that if anything goes wrong, that person has all your information. So if you are solo traveling though, definitely, definitely have a system like texting or a buddy system. Even if it's calling your mom, there are a bunch of apps out there for this as well. So especially if you're taking an Uber, make sure you have that accountability buddy via text message and always, always, always share your ride with that person. I also must add, I am on some fabulous women traveling groups on Facebook and I'm sure that they're like if you had posted, hey, I don't have anyone I can really count on. Is there anyone on here that could be my accountability partner? I'm going on a solo trip to like Cuba. You know, that sounds amazing. When are we going? <laughs> Just kidding. But for real though, if you don't have an accountability partner, there are definitely ways to get that person. Um, if you are carrying a purse, make sure it is a functional purse. I have really been in love with my crossbody bags. They're really small, like going out for the evening bags because they hold all I need and it definitely minimizes the flashiness of my bag because it is under my big jacket. I also use a small but really functional wallet and I keep cash in a separate compartment. And nine out of 10 times I keep my wallet in my breast pocket of my jacket and I don't even keep it in my purse just because I'm nervous that I'm going to get mugged. <laughs> Um, knock on wood, that has not happened. So, um, we will just keep that system in place. Uh, walking gear and a good jacket. And I have learned something here in the windy city, which, you know, it hasn't been that windy. So I don't, I don't know, but I have learned to always bring a hat because the wind is unpredictable, but this goes the same for any other, uh, place. And if there is one part of your body that you want to make sure is super warm, it's definitely your head your hands and your toes, which brings me to wear good socks. And it's really weird because my toes are just naturally cold all the time. Um, so I, I try to wear like really good warm socks, but sometimes it just doesn't matter. And my toes are just freezing. And as always use Bimble to track all the cool spots you find. You can share, create, comment, and post different spots that you find really cool. And then you can comment about them like, Hey, this place has a really nice patio or Hey, this place had a nice patio, but the burgers weren't that great. So it's a really, really great way to keep track of the cool spots you find. And if you can't do that right away, just make sure you're note taking the cool spots you, you go to what you had fun in. And this is where I would recommend carrying a piece of paper and a pen or like a little journal in your bag. Uh, just to note take and track those spots because there's nothing more fun than having a conversation about your travels with some friends or family and you want to recommend a place and you're like, yeah, there was this great place, but I don't remember the name. I don't remember where it was. All I remember is that it had a really good um, atmosphere and a really great burger, I guess we could go with that since we're on burgers. So you just want to make sure that you can note take it. And if that's not what you want to do, then so be it. But I would definitely recommend doing it because it's really great to share some of those recommendations. I also, one of the last couple things is a water bottle, even if it's a small one, this helps reduce plastic waste. Also reusable, duh. And then also it saves you some money on spending for a new water bottle, which I mean, isn't like the worst thing in the world, but 
it can get expensive every single time you forget to bring a water bottle. So, um, yeah, and that's what your backpack is for. And lastly, make sure to bring some chapstick because different climates, especially when traveling, the air is just makes you even more dry. So having some of those essentials is really, really important. I also have my pepper spray and it sprays pink, which is kind of cool. And I haven't had to use it yet. Knock on wood, but I really do like having it in my pocket. It makes me feel a lot more comfortable and safe. And in an instant, I could just whip it out and then just spray whoever is attacking. So if you have pepper spray, I would definitely recommend taking that and not making it super flashy that you have it, but definitely make it in hands reach that you know, you could actually use it in the time of need. So yeah, those are today's fabulous tips and tricks. And then also some travel anxiety tips to reduce that overall anxiousness and anxiety of traveling in the air and just traveling in general. And speaking of traveling, we are going out tonight to go hit up the bowling alley and have a nice dinner with maybe a cocktail or so. So I will definitely share that well, I probably won't share that experience just because it's a Saturday night out, but I do have some other experiences I do want to post and share about. So if you are on Instagram, make sure you are following me on there to keep up with the most updated and fabulous new events, posts, pictures, videos, and all that fun stuff. All right. Yeah. So Instagram, speaking of Instagram, I wanted to let you guys know and remind you that I am doing this fabulous February accountability and meditation reading thing. So if you're not on Instagram, make sure to follow me for free. That's going to be the traveling goddess 33. And with that, I am also on the TikTok at the traveling goddess 33 and also on this new fabulous app called Bimble, B-I-M-B-L-E, and that will be at, at the Travel Goddess. So make sure to follow me on the socials because there is a lot happening and I'm super excited about all the fun and new events and just life happenings in general. I appreciate you all tuning in on this fabulous episode, and I hope that all of this has helped you in some way, shape, or form, and if you know somebody that has travel anxiety or needs some tips and tricks, don't be selfish. Go ahead and share this episode with them and let them know that you have heard some pretty cool tips today. And with that, I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful week. And if there is one thing to do this week, it is to do something for yourself and make sure that you are taking care of you. Self-care is number one, baby. Number one. With that, I'm going to sign off here and I'll see you next week. Bye.